Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, as usual, Brian Wayne. This is another segment of Creator Corner. This is a particularly special segment because uh, the first ever creator submission we had back on the podcast was a little indie book called The Smiths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got the guy behind it all. We've got Doug, and it's just Doug, D-U-G. That's it. What's up, Doug? Hey, not a lot, man. Yourself? I'm excited, man. I'm always excited to talk about comics, but I'm excited to to talk about indie comics more than anything. Uh, it's perfect timing, actually, because you have got a little Kickstarter campaign ready to go. So far, Smith has been enjoyed in web format, but here we are getting ready to see this baby in print, crossing our fingers. But I think it's very possible. It's very, very possible, especially based off the content you've provided so far. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, oh, how, is this your first Kickstarter campaign? Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, kind of scary, but, you know, you got to try, right? It's supposed to be scary. Otherwise, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> the, the, the best things in life don't come easy, man. So, And, uh, I mean, I just I just watched the, um, the Drawing Blood Kickstarter campaign, and it's not a bunch of chumps on that book by any means. It's Kevin Eastman and Ben Bishop and all these guys, and they, the entire campaign, are stressing about how nerve-wracking it is throughout the entire campaign now granted they raised forty thousand dollars in the first 24 hours nice. but all throughout there's still i mean these big ones the creator of the teenage mutant ninja right? turtles <laughs> is stressing turtles. about raising a hundred thousand dollars so it's you're gonna stress dude and it's gonna it's gonna dictate your mood <laughs> it is I know <laughs> I have a feeling that it's gonna it's gonna dictate it in a positive direction because, like I said, this this comic has been extremely enjoyable through three issues now, from what I've read. And you said the uh, the volume is gonna be a four issue four part series, right? Or four issue? Um, yeah. yeah, and then then we're gonna throw in an annual with it too, so it'll be five issues altogether. Awesome, man! Bonus, bonus, bonus for we're sure. We're just finishing uh-huh. up the fourth issue now, so pretty excited. <laughs> I'm definitely excited. I'm definitely excited. I like what you keep introducing. Um, I really, I don't want to give away. I mean, I've already um, brought the attention of issue one and two to the show and touched on them quite a bit. At this point in time, I mean, I really, the readers or the listeners just got to take my word for it. It's good. Go fucking invest your time into this book. Um, so with that being said, I don't really dive want to dive too much into the happenings of issue three because I still want there to be something to be read <laughs> once the kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I can say that 
I I grew to really really love uh oh shit what's her name man um Grace no not Grace um oh damn it it's escaping my mind the the really the person narrating Shelby uh, Shelby yes yeah Shelby is a badass bitch dude um hey, <laughs> she stepped up this issue <laughs> she, she she really is yeah she she did and I like how it's all really told through her perspective for the most part. And I, I think that's a I think that's a wise way to go about doing this, as far as having the the readers um, want to invest in these figments of your imagination that no one's ever heard of. You know, so it's kind of it's it, no one's ever heard of these people, and why, why should anybody care? Well, the only way they're going to care is if you make them interesting. <laughs> Look at you making interesting ass characters, man. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't have you on the show if I didn't enjoy what you're doing. That's for sure. I mean, I've I've said no before. <laughs> this is a uh, I I really do appreciate what you're bringing to the table, and I feel like this is something that the world should know about. And I could say the world because there are people that download all over the world for some reason. I don't know how, but they do it. <laughs> I guess there is technology across the pond. I don't know. I live in a bubble, man. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how they're shooting. That's in Canada. We don't have anything here. <laughs> no? Yeah. We're just happy with what people share with us. <laughs> right on. Oh, that would explain why when I asked what time zone you're in, I said I think mountain time. I was like, how do you know? Canada. Right on. All right, cool. First international podcast. Right on. <laughs> so, uh, well, I, now I want to know. We've I, I've touched on the book a little bit. We touched on what you're getting ready to do. Now I kind of want to get the let the listeners get to know you, and uh, from from where this part of your brain this story came from. So I, I like to start at the beginning, man. When uh, was your earliest um, epiphany of I'm going to be a comic book creator? Ah. Uh. It's man. When I was a kid, I was always in the hospital. I was always making comics. Remember the the paper where you had to tear the sides off of? Yeah, man. Yeah, an accordion kind of. <laughs> and my parents would bring me like a big box of that, and I would just make comics. And so I made those like pretty much my whole childhood. And then in high school, I made a lot of designs or zines. Oh, I guess okay. it depends where you are. The yeah, well, things. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so I've, I've always liked making them. It's just, I don't know. It's just fun, right? Like, Dude, it is. I've, I've dabbled in making web comics myself, and it is a blast to think yeah. that, all right, uh, this, this thing that is just, I, I made up in my fucking head is all of a sudden something that other people can visually enjoy and react to and oh, have yeah, some it, sort of emotion. Even if they hate it, you created emotion. <laughs> You, 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 you stimulated their brain. But that happens to you even while you're creating it, though, right? It's like, this character is starting to piss me off, even. And it's just like, somebody's got to deal with him soon. And it's just like, it's weird how that happens. It's Absolutely. Just, yeah, it just builds on itself after a while. And it's super fun. <laughs> right on, right on. So, uh, um, who, who were your influences, then, as you were, you were creating these comics? Who, 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 who were you picking up? Who were you reading? Who were you enjoying the art of um, when, when you were in a, or at a kid in the hospital? Uh, when I was a kid, it was a, I really liked Mike Rinigo and like Kevin Smith for writing. Well, he was a lot better writer back then, I felt. Um, <laughs> J. Scott Campbell back then was huge. Nice, man. 
Yeah, uh, before yeah. he became a cover guy. <laughs> yeah, said, yeah, back when he was doing uh, Gen 13 and all of that. Oh, yeah. You know? Were you a Gen 13 reader? Yeah, Gen 13, Danger Girl. I still have, I think I have the full set of both still. Nice, man. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah, had, the 90s, like, it's weird, man. The 90s was kind of like all about artists, I felt. So it, we it really was a group of artists in comics. I that's how I feel anyway. Like, well, it was guys like, oh, just amazing. I always thought, right? And yeah. I feel like when it comes to writers, there's, there's there was a, obviously a few out there that are you know heavy hitters, but I mean, it's it's like you got Chris Claremont writing, and that's that's the, the writing <laughs> side, and then you got uh, the slew of. Uh, artists that are just amazing artists oh yeah practically teenagers just throwing game-changing shit man uh it's um so and some for the good some for the good some not so for the good i mean there there were some artists out there that yeah uh <laughs> Field, but um yeah say man <laughs> he almost he almost ruined <laughs> comics but uh yeah, no, other than, sorry, this isn't about my yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> but, no, I understand, when I, the, the 90s, okay, so the, that's the era, era, for those of you that aren't familiar with, you know, how how old Doug is, that's that's the area that he was, uh... That was my childhood. My first right childhood was actually Gargoyles number one. Dude. Yeah. Oh, that that makes me so fucking happy. <laughs> That's so fucking cool, man. The I love comic Gargoyles. was the Spider Carnage one, where he's on the cover of Amazing Ten, Four Ten. Oh, it, it was a good week, <laughs> dude. Yes, yeah. man. There's a reason yes. I kept going back to the spinner rack. <laughs> well, so that that explains why you're still into this because you had good taste in comics and uh, and you picked up comics that kept it going for you. You didn't pick up a Lee Field book and said fuck yeah. this shit. <laughs> <laughs> i've uh, drifted and come back and gone away though over the years like oh it happens man definitely i mean i i took a huge dip i mean the majority I, I enjoyed it very much as a kid and then it wasn't until i realized oh fuck i'm an adult i could actually afford this hobby now is when that, i got back into it that's exactly what happened to me i was like as a kid i was like you know, one every week maybe and as an adult i was like oh this actually doesn't cost that much like it yeah it's it's entertaining. There's lots of stuff I enjoy reading, like White Knight. There's a sequel to White Knight going on right now. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I read issue two, and I decided that I'm not going to read any any more until it's all said and done. I don't know if this is going to go seven or six. The last one went seven, but I, I think this one's only going six. But DC's been doing this thing where they add a seventh issue last second, but... Whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till it's all said and done, and then just read it to completion because I can't go a month in between. No, I have to leave them together now, certain sets, because I just enjoy it way better also. Yep. <laughs> yep, for sure, man. So, uh, well, shit, so we kind of got an idea of what's influenced you. Um, uh, you we've, we know that you're working on the Smiths here. Yeah. Now, you, do you have other stuff in the pipeline? Do you, I mean, you, you're a writer that's been doing this while. I'm sure you have a whole bunch of ideas. Um, is what, what, what do you have after the Smiths, man? Uh, is... I I I'm got I don't know I'm trying to stick to the Smiths con I want to just keep going on with it I like it yeah I I don't know I feel like I read all these indie creators and it seems like they're always just putting out first second issues and then they're putting something else out and I just kind of want to just go with a book and keep adding on to it for as long as I can kind of like That's... Jeff did with Bone or something like 
or that's Scott. Scott's just... like one of my favorite books, man. And like, look how big a gap there was in that. Yep. So like, no, that's I'm... very refreshing to hear. Actually, I mean, I'm sure you've got the ideas, obviously, but oh, yeah. it's yeah, uh, if, if you if you you keep it all in the same run, there's there's ways to tweak those ideas, I'm sure, and incorporate it into the Smiths and. Uh, I, I know that this this feels like a, a family with a never-ending potential. I mean, essentially, it's Fantastic Four if they were all super smart and decided that you know what, fuck the government. I'm well, that, why? I'm, I'm thinking it's like Fantastic Four, Dexter's Lab. Those are the two that. Dude, yes, Dexter's Lab. Totally dig the Dexter's Lab because you, that's where you get a lot of the the cartoon vibe. And I, like I said when I reviewed issue one and two, I go, this feels like a Saturday morning cartoon. Well, man, that's I'm way more influenced, I think, by like cartoons. And like I like cartoons so much, but comics are like a storyboard to me. So that's, that's that's exactly what they are. All they are is a very, very, very shiny storyboard. Yeah, exactly. And, and, yeah. Granted, not every comic could be adapted into. No, no, uh, no that's not what I'm saying. That's just. But at the same time, essentially, that's that's what they are. And when in the right tone with the right material, you, I mean, I, I do. I, I I feel like I almost hear voices already with these oh, characters. Totally. Yeah. You know, it's. Um, I, it, like, I definitely get a. Anytime, like, remember the 90s X-Men cartoon? After I Absolutely. saw that, I've always heard Wolverine's voice that way my whole life now. Like, yep. every time I read a comic. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of, I almost get, like, a Kim Possible vibe out of that. So, I, I, I just the way they, they, they move and everything, the, the wittiness, like, it's still, no, granted, they, they drop some, you know, some fuck bombs and you know. That's fun of it, right? Like, <laughs> right, right. That's, that's the beautiful thing is, like, you could hate, uh, uh, um, an ignorant parent could hand this to, to their kid without flipping through. <laughs> like, oh no, this this looks great. No, there were a couple pages in here, like, uh, well, what the fucking force field? Yeah, no, that's if a parent were to see that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the sickest page ever. Oh. No, it's easily my favorite page of your your entire run so far. Me too. Me too. So fucking cool. I, I, I was, was just trying to explain that to Gilberto, and I was just like, "Dude, I have this idea, and it's going to be sweet. <laughs> Can yep. you draw it?" <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I was waiting for it, man. It was uh, oh, and it was very. It, I I knew it was coming, but it was still so satisfying. So fucking satisfying. Just be and that, that comes from the art. I mean, goddamn, who's doing your art? Talk about your artist. Oh, uh, Gilberto just joined the team. Hey, isn't he crazy? Like this uh, shit is next level, man. I, I love know. this so much. I really Everything do. Is like just action. I love it. Like all the time, just exciting. Just uh it makes me feel like I'm reading like Dragon Ball or something. Or see, and that's something I wanted to touch on is um, a lot of my listeners know I'm I'm not a fan of manga at all. It's not that I I just it doesn't work for me. Most of the art doesn't work for me. Now there are exceptions, sure, but in general I don't dig it. But and but, so with this, I definitely see some influences of a of a manga type of tone. Yeah, but because not- of the storytelling style, and it's not done. To where these characters, even though they might have some of the... And I only see it in facial features, to be honest. Only yeah. in facial It's not body types, anything like that. Um, or posing. or Nothing's over-exaggerated. It's all still very Western feeling. And it just... it 
it creates so much more of a broad audience as far as, oh, I only like this type of art. Well, that's all. All of that is all in here. So, so oh, it's yeah. the plan, man. That's the plan. <laughs> it's, it's genius. It really is. I, I really like where this art's going for sure. And the character designs are amazing. Like, come on, fucking robot man. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking mustache growing out of his goddamn faceplate. That's so fucking funny. Like that, as soon as I saw that character, I was like, this is my fucking book. Like, I know I'm going to dig this. I know I'm going to dig this because uh-huh. of silliness like that. I love si- the best way to hook me onto a comic is just to make me giggle, dude. You can make me giggle just a little bit every couple of pages. You got me sold. And you obviously know how well, it cracks fucking jokes. Me and my friends growing up our whole lives stoned watching cartoons being like, man, wouldn't that be fucking sweet if this happened? And just all of that trying to put it into a book. And like, because it's like cartoon for adults is basically no it is it is i i could see this going on like fx or something i i see it working in like a stay tuned after archer the nefarious smiths (laughs) i I could see that it's it's i'm hoping netflix so i don't have to wait for the next episode (laughs) just watch it (laughs) yeah everyone's after that netflix money for sure man but fuck dude why not why not you just make my show for me (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, man! Oh shit. So, uh, w- well, what are you reading now? Uh, well, I always read Amazing, like my whole life. I don't think I've missed an issue since I started reading comics. Almost, that's been hard. <laughs> uh, there's been some low points. Um, but right now, for like, uh, Farmhand and uh, Middle West are my two top reads, probably. Dude, the, those books came out. I think uh, the same week. And yeah. I've yeah. been hooked on both of them. Farmhand just got picked up. Gilderoy, oh, he just got picked up for or optioned for a TV show, and I think on AMC. Yeah, and not optioned. It it got picked up by oh. AMC. So Farmhand, dude, and you know it's gonna have a budget if you've been reading that book at all. You know, I mean, it's got to have like a swamp thing type of budget. They got to dump some money into that to make it right. And Gilderoy is not gonna do it unless it's right. That dude takes pride in his work. Oh, that's so. such a nice book. He was the dude from Chew, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was another good series. <laughs> yeah, I, I've covered eight volumes so far on my uh, trade negotiations. I have four more to go, and um, Layman said he'd come on the show, so I'm pretty excited about that. I get to talk that's, with John Layman. Easy. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, shit, did I just say that on the podcast? Well, now it, now it has to happen. <laughs> I'm supposed to keep that a secret. <laughs> shit, I'm not editing this. <laughs> uh, pressure's on, Layman. Now you got to do it. But, um, yeah, so, no, dude, I, uh, that's, and once again, it translates, Guillory has, uh, and that explains a lot about, you know, the, the type of artist that you try to attract, too. It's more of a cartoony type of style. It's not your, your very typical... A statuesque type of you know heroes and spandex and all of that like your your guys like i said saturday morning cartoon yeah but like something you're more willing to be seen in like i'd more rather be seen in a lab coat than spandex right totally like, totally <laughs> man Absolutely. you can look ridiculous but come on <laughs> look cool ridiculous <laughs> No, well, that's the thing is, uh, the, the, the costume presents like a fuck, almost like they would work, be working for like Dr. Doom, you know, like they, they, there's some brains behind what the fuck they're doing. And it makes sense. I mean, obviously they're super geniuses. So the character design, the costume design is all on point. The, like I said, the cartoony tone and that you said Middle West too. Uh, Jorge Corona, once again, has a very unique 
type of uh, art style uh, and, and very cartoony and not typical and all that other shit I said about the last part. It's, yeah, man. It, uh, and the coloring on Middle West, that gets me sometimes. It's so good. Like, oh, like yeah. a nice colorist. I, I really, really thought that he was going to end it at 10 issues. I expected that last issue to just, nope, that's it. No, he's what sad. is that like ongoing forever or what is his plan? Yeah, that's what it sounds like, man. I've I've uh, tweeted at Scotty Young a couple of times and he uh I mean without totally coming out and saying and it was pretty much saying, Oh no, strap in, man. We we got this. This is going. Nice. So uh, dude, they haven't even explained what the pink shit is yet. What the fuck <laughs> is all that pink shit? I have so many <laughs> questions in that book. It's yeah. I really like it, but sometimes I'm like, Are we like where are we going? What's going on? But no. Yeah, yeah, man. He's all by himself. No, no fox. No. Uh, well, you met no, his grandpa, uh, didn't you? You just met up with his grandpa. Yeah, yeah. He's got his grandpa now, and he's a complete fucking disappointment. Oh, his grandpa's <laughs> terrible. He's a terrible fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kid's doomed. If that's that's his genealogy, man, yeah. move away. Get adopted or yeah, something. A lot of storms or something. Or that's what it looks like. We got ice and wind and. Uh, wait no, he, does he, he's wind. Does, Daddy, he's he's windy too, huh? He's not fire or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe I don't know if they're trying to go elemental on this or what. But I'm enjoying it regardless. It's he keeps saying, yeah, no, I, I'm not gonna just explain this shit to you. You're gonna have to. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's 20 issues at this point if they explain what that pink shit is. It's just hooked up to everything. I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So your 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 taste in comics very much translates to the type of stuff that you're doing. Well, still obviously maintaining your own unique style for sure. By no means does it. I mean, yeah, it, it's it explains a lot, is what I'm trying to say. It it, it does. Um, shit. So uh, where? Oh man, I, these interviews. I could. I I just want to pick everything up out of your brain man is it, what, what what let me ask you this uh what would you like to mention about yourself i guess uh, as far as you know uh, getting into the comic world and maybe struggles let's talk you know what, let's talk about struggles struggles because <laughs> this is a hard fucking thing to do man it really is how hard was it to find your artist let's start there well originally we had dennis right right and the way I found Dennis was I uh, I just went on some Facebook groups and I started searching for artists. And I was like, I have this idea for a book. And then I seen Dennis's art. But I was like, well, I can't afford this guy. His art's way too good. So I was just like, man, I, I really like your work or whatever. Like, keep it up. And then like a few days later, he messaged me. And he was like, hey, I was reading a description of your book. And he's like, I think I can do it for the price you want. And I'm just like, what? Like, no way. And then like. I just sent him the script and he liked it. So I was like, that just, oh, all right. Well, it kind of worked out well, sort of. Like, <laughs> And then uh, really lucked out when I came across, uh, like, Edgar's the colorist. And I don't know if you've noticed the color, but everything is bright in it all the time. Uh-huh. It pisses me off when I read comics and I can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Edgar all the time just kills it with the color. Yeah, that's definitely something that attracted me uh, in my eye. My eye is attracted to vibrancy, and that's uh, yeah. Now the, the 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 color tone and palette and patterns and all of that are very very easy on the eyes and still very appealing too, for oh, sure. Yeah. People's heads are getting blown up, and it's just 
this nice red. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Punisher, some reason the blood is like black, dark red. Spits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're 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 right. You're you are right about that for sure. Oh, uh, and then um, our letterist, uh, same thing. I was just like, oh, I'm kind of looking for a letterist. And Alf messaged me, and he's like, hey, I've never. I've never lettered a comic in my life, but I want to be a letterist. I was like, oh, okay. You want to? And he's like, sure, I'll try. So join the team, dude. Like, I'd never really made a comic either. So it was kind of like none of us had really, like, made a comic other than Dennis. Well, that's so. one thing a lot of people getting into it in the beginning don't really, or they take for granted. Like, ah, oh, the letter. No, the letter, the lettering's got to flow, man, because, oh, man. I mean... Oh, it, yeah. Oh, I've tried to letter things before. It's hard. I it's suck at it. It's really hard. Um, I, I know when I was making it, I was, I, I was lettering and coloring, and I was doing it all, and yeah. the lettering was probably the biggest pain in the ass. It, it, it's, it is, man. It's an art like, to itself. Like, it's such a skill. And it's done very, very well. Uh, he's done all three issues? Yeah, yeah. Leaps and bounds from issue one to three. It, two and three are absolutely seamless, for sure. One had a couple of, you know, hiccups, but that's what happens when you're doing your first comic. Man. There was never supposed to be anything after one. It was, uh, I was at work talking to my buddy, and he was, I figured we had an argument about writers, and he's like, Oh, I was just saying, well, anyone could be a writer. I'll go home and write something. And he's like, nobody can just write something, Doug. So I was like, fine, I'll fucking go home. I'll write something right now. So I wrote the first issue of The Smiths. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm not reading a comic that's just letters. He's like, that doesn't count as writing. He's like, comics are pictures. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so that's when I went home and I found my team, like in my last story. And then eventually I brought him The Smiths back. And he was just like, Holy shit, dude. Like that's that's fucking cool. Writing a comic out of spite? <laughs> yeah. That's that's so fucking metal, dude. That's so fucking metal. You know what? <laughs> I have so much respect for that. You know what? Oh, dude. I'm 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 gonna start repeating myself. I'm excited. That's well, yeah, fucking well, metal. Mad respect. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's that's how life works, I guess, sometimes. Because <laughs> one of my questions is going to be how did this miss come about? So, oh, dude. So, I well, let me, let me ask this. I mean, okay, you, you you were issued a challenge and you completed that challenge. Where where did the actual subject matter come from? I mean, why the Smiths? What did you just uh, have a whole bunch of post-it notes and throw something at something and say, okay, this is what I'm going with. I'm going with smart, family, evil. Well. I was just kind of like, at first, I didn't really have any ideas, so I was just kind of doodling, because I like to draw. I drew Jack Smith. I was like, well, I got this guy. What's he going to be up to? And I have a family, and so, like, there's a lot of banter in the Smiths. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's my life as a dad with a wife and a kid. So I was like, well, that's easy to write, because I'm always around it. And then I just kind of, like, thought about stuff I like, or, like, my favorite shows or cartoons growing up or the ones that I think, I think it was actually you guys that said it, it all feels familiar. And so like, I, I literally just tried to pick the things like the shows that I really liked the most to watch or the ones that I could rewatch the most and then just add things to them that I'd never seen in them. That's, uh, that, that's 
what that all sense. that subject matter is being created. Just like this right here is going to be somebody, somebody's idea or part of an idea for somebody's next comic. That's, <laughs> that, I mean, you're just laying the ground for the next guy. Just like, it's, ah, <laughs> oh, I love it, man. That's, it's fun to actually hear that stuff said out loud. It's, ah, yeah, validating. That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. So, uh, oh, sh so, um, you had the, uh, the, the one artist and you changed up issue two. Yeah. Uh, issue, yeah. Issue three or issue three. Yes. Yeah. Issue three. Yeah. So, um, uh, how did you find, who's the artist on issue three now? Sorry. I'm uh, looking Kendrick at the. Farrell. Yeah. He's actually, it's really cool how that worked out. Uh, Dennis was working on another book when he started the Smiths and he had to go back to that book. So I was pulling my hair out. And then Edgar, our colorist, he was like, hey, I got this buddy, Gilberto. He's like, is it okay if he sends you a sample page? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not, man? And like, at that point, I was kind of having trouble finding anyone I liked. And then Edgar colored it all and sent me that first page by Gilberto where Shelby's in the hospital with Graceland and She's like, it's like the nicest page just about in the entire book, other than the last one. <laughs> it blew my mind. I was like, holy crap. Like, yeah, no, we need to work with this guy. This is awesome. Like, this is the kind of art I want. And then the more I talked to Gilberto, like, he's just like, yeah, man, just like write action. He's like, I just want crazy action all the time. I'm just like, yeah, that's what I want to do too. It's like, other stuff's boring. Like, let's just. If we have robots, let's have as many robots as we can. If there's going to be fight scenes, let's make them crazy. Like, so, yeah, it was really lucky to find them like that. But, yeah, they're our Mexican art team of Edgar and Gilberto. <laughs> Look at you go, man. And they're trying to build a wall. Jeez. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take them in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit. This is, ah, oh, man, I, I really do as I, as I scroll through. Because originally when I read this, I... I had to sneak read it. I was in the middle of something else, and I had to sneak away on my phone. And um, but uh, looking at it up close, big, I, 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 this is awesome, man. This art, is, and like I said, it's, I, I usually don't go for the the manga type of style, but it's just it, the it, tone it, doesn't feel manga. It, it's still very western, and the the way that the panels are laid out. He he was in charge of the paneling too. Oh yeah, yeah. No. It's, seamless completely seamless the way they flow into each other and out of each other and oh man it's awesome it's oh, awesome that's, that's what i was hoping for <laughs> uh you're doing well man you guys are gonna do great i think uh so what's your kickstarter goal what are you looking for on kickstarter uh i think it's 3300 3300 yeah i think so here let me pull this up i sent you the preview page eh? <laughs> And what, uh, where can they find the Kickstarter? What's that? Uh, what was it? One, two, oh, ab312c.com. ab312c. I always get that backwards. Dot com. All right. Yeah. That's... All right. Oh, the cool. Kickstarter's not up yet. Did I send you the preview? You did. You did. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I got the preview here. Right on. Um, yeah, no, I don't have it up there. Let me pull up the preview here. I want to get all the information so these guys know what you're working at because it, it really is totally worth it. I mean, donate a few bucks and you guys are going to get something awesome. You really are. You're not going to be disappointed. We're so, we're, I think we're 
eight pages away from being done or something, ten pages. Oh, shit. You guys make great time. You really do. Yeah, um, a lot of the times, you know, not that there's anything wrong with slow production on an indie team because you guys still have, you know, lives to, <laughs> you know, you, you got to eat. Yeah. Just, man, they man. don't just <laughs> give you money for, <laughs> for your <I> ideas. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, let's see here. Look at Looking at the goal. Yeah, twenty twenty four hundred seventy four dollars is your goal. You guys, we could easily get that. Come on, just oh, we got this. Convert it to American, sweet man. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's nothing. We got this, guys. So yeah, I'm gonna totally post links and all that stuff, and sweet. I'm gonna help champion your your cause, man. Because this is after what I've seen in issue. I mean, I like I said before, I was sold after issue two. Issue two is amazing, but uh, issue three, it was just next level and i could only imagine that issue four even and you guys are so oh. fresh in this it's just going to get better and better and better and crispier and tighter and not that the, not that there's a whole lot of loose ends as it is now it's hard to believe that this is your guys's first attempt your first attempt at writing anything like that's fucking crazy dude that is crazy i mean natural that doesn't get any more natural than that that's that's insane i can't believe that just, uh, fuck. <laughs> man, just go argue with someone at work. You'd be amazed what you can achieve. <laughs> the right oh, well, especially, especially out of spite, man. A lot of the stuff I do is out of spite, too. Oh, you think yeah. I can't do that? <laughs> fuck. I'll, I'll learn how to do that. I'll learn how to do that right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what you did. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so cool, man. That's so cool. So, uh, well, uh, wh what do you do... I, I, Back to picking your brain, getting an idea of um, who you are. I think I got time for a couple. Yeah, no, we got time for a little bit more here. Um, uh, what what do you do when you're not comicing, man? Like, what what other interests do you have? Uh, really, I got a Fiero I'm building right now. Swapping. <laughs> that was my second car. Was a Fiero. <laughs> what year? Uh, eighty-seven. I think the one. Yeah, I fuck yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome, man. Putting a three-point-eight liter in it. So. Oh, dude. Gonna be pretty fast. That's awesome, man. Well, did you that's see the awesome. one cover where we had the Fiero on it? <sighs> the very first Smith's piece. I don't. Oh no, you probably didn't see it because you always get the PDF. There's so much extra. I'll send you some paper books, man. There's so much extra stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna want some, some hard copy. Well, well uh, is all that gonna, any of that gonna be included in the? Uh... Oh yeah, it's all gonna be in there. Everything's oh, gonna fuck. be in the trade paperback. I'm just putting put everything from the first year in it, basically. That's that's amazing. Well, I'll get it in there. Don't have excuses. <laughs> right on, right on. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I look at all the uh, the concept art and all that other stuff. Just like on the first uh, on your uh, your website here, what is it? Um, Stuckbeingdug.com, your blog <laughs> website. This this image of the Smiths fucking up a werewolf. Oh, yeah, and straight fucking wily coyote fashion. <laughs> <laughs> like the first thing I saw when I saw this, I was like, "This fucking Looney Tunes! This is incredible!" <laughs> I, uh, this I, isn't in the book. This is just some awesome fucking art. Oh, that's the back cover of the first issue because I go back and forth on variants, and like when the first issue came out, I was like fighting with my comic eye about variants. So I was like, "I'm gonna put an awesome cover on both sides and charge one price." Fuck you. <laughs> and so yeah that's the back cover of the first issue that's awesome man that's awesome because yeah. you know and the, the fans appreciate it too because if they wanted to they could display it backwards 
Oh yeah, you know? flip it. It's a virgin cover. Like I, I might actually have it backwards in a case or two, just because <laughs> like why not enjoy both covers? That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's smart because yeah, it shows that you're more about the 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 process of the creating than getting the buck. Because Marvel would have somehow figured out a way to make this three covers. <laughs> they would have figured out somehow some way to turn two images into three covers and yeah, charge you five dollars cool. a piece for all of them, or probably twenty five for one of them. I don't know. Fact is, is that you're 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 doing the fans right. That's for damn sure. And like I said, it's not a huge goal at all i mean as far as the the campaign you got well, 30 days done, right like, what's up like i said everything's basically done i've been paying the artists the whole time everything's paid for we're basically just paying to get it printed and then yeah. ship it so yeah so it's yeah well I, it's it's totally doable listeners come on i'm gonna post the links it'll be good uh so this this episode by the time this episode goes up the kickstarter will be in Oh, yeah, it'll be live by the time this is on. It's it's going on Sunday, like tomorrow. So right on. That's oh, that's so awesome, man. Um, I, I've I have really enjoyed picking your brain. I'm sure I could think of a bunch. Bunch. Oh, you know what? I did have one more. <laughs> so on the uh, the cover page, um, I noticed that you guys don't have a typical price tag on this. Um, usually your comics are three ninety nine, four ninety nine. You've got an odd. <laughs> What's going on there, buddy? <laughs> we just rounded it off, man. <laughs> yeah, four dollars and twenty cents is a completely round number. I was wondering if maybe that was a Canadian conversion or something. I was yeah, like, was they charge up there? <laughs> you know what's funny, man? On um, issue two, we did like the comic shop in town. He's always supporting us, so I did a cover with his shop on it. For issue two, and we made it four twenty Canadian, five dollars American, and so many people were like, "Yeah, finally something's more expensive American than Canadian." <laughs> Everybody just lost their shit, and they bought so many copies because of that. And I was just Good like, for you, man. "Man, it's so easy to market." That's <laughs> uh, smart. It is. That's that's very smart. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I noticed I. I noticed that with issue two as well. I I saw that. I was like, ah, I like go at all. That's funny. <laughs> because I, I I just like it when things are out of the ordinary for sure. I, I we try. Oh man, you should, yeah, we try like all the ads in the comics and stuff are like made up hilarious like three D X ray ads and stuff, but spoofs of the old ones and I don't know. People like a lot of people almost buy the book more for the ads sometimes. It seems because <laughs> we just try and like you said, pack as much of that weird little extra shit everywhere as possible because it's I don't know. It makes it way funner. Seriously, yeah. well, yeah, man, if you get people to laugh, that is really the most attractive uh, emotion in the world is, uh, you know, joy on, on that level. And you keep getting people to do that, then you're all right. Now, if you throw, you know, 50 jokes in there and you can't get them to laugh at once, then uh, I rethink your joke telling. But, dude, you're rapid fire and you're constantly hitting. It is. It's so... Take my word for it, listeners. This this guy's got jokes for sure. He's gonna get a giggle out of you. That's <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to add, man? No, man. Other than check out the Kickstarter tomorrow, or you can even check the book out on the website for free. Um, yeah, just ab312c.com. Cool. I'll uh, post links to all of that. You can enjoy this digitally. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, I, I've really enjoyed chatting with you, man. It was nice. 
it validates my uh, my reasoning as far as your influences and what you're reading now. It all makes sense. It, it makes a whole lot of sense. Build the character and, profile on me. He's like, yeah, I know he's exactly what I thought. <laughs> on to the next one. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh man, that's that's so cool, dude. Well, Doug, and it's just Doug. <laughs> I can't. I, I got to make sure the listeners know that they're gonna try to Google a last name. And now, guys, it's like. Like I said, it's like share, man. It's just and it will be known on that level. You keep going with the Smiths, you get to issue two hundred, and it's you're you're, yeah, your name's gonna be uh like a a, a verb. <laughs> oh man, I I but Doug, I really have enjoyed talking with you, man. It's 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 been a whole lot of fun. I appreciate you taking taking the time out of your creative schedule and your family and. All that other good stuff to come on the Cheers to Comics podcast, and um, I uh, we'll have to do this again sometime, man. You know, I have the the therapy session segment too. So if you ever just want to come on and shoot the shit about comics, you don't have anybody to vent to, uh, you're oh. you're more than welcome, man. We'll we'll set something up and yeah, make it happen. One after one of these big Marvel events that sucks or something, I'll come on. <laughs> right on. Just right. stinker. <laughs> <laughs> right on man well they, thankfully you know the the events haven't sucked lately i dug war of the realms absolute carnage yeah, I did too, fucking amazing uh, yeah i think carnage, i'm just putting everything in a pile till the end because, yeah yeah there's too much yeah that the reading order is weird too like you're supposed to read one to four of certain series or something and then yeah well that that's that's how marvel does their events they've gotten better but they're still way the fuck off on that yeah, i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they've got so many creative teams and it's hard to sync that all up together and yeah. i'm sure that has a that plays a big part in it but yeah, nah, it's uh, I understand. I, I am. In, it's definite progress and Marvel events. And you want to come on and talk about one of these events? You want to come on and talk about Absolute Carnage or fuck anything, dude? Um, just yeah, I'll come on, shoot me a message. We'll we'll set something up. Uh, it's I, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Like all the all the promotion and everything. Dude, I'm like I said. I I, I know good comics, and uh, this is good comics. So I'm gonna keep championing the cause and get some of my listeners on this and i know that i know that there's a few out there that's definitely going to jump on it that's for damn sure especially after this fucking awesome interview (laughs) sir (laughs) all right brother will you enjoy the rest of your labor day weekend i look forward to issue four and you'll be seeing uh um money from me very soon i'll probably be one of the first people to donate to your kickstarter going up yeah man hey man one's one's already more than you know, that's a pretty good start. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 more than zero. My mom, that's you. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're gonna do great, man. You you are. I mean, you got people buying the issues and stuff. I mean, you it's you got good content here, and your covers are appealing. And um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where this campaign goes. And so, man, I'm here to champion your cause. I got you for, for 30 days, man. We're going to rock this out. Let's make this happen. The oh, yeah. Nefarious Smiths is the books, guys, from AB312C Entertainment. Get you some. Guys, once again, Doug has been our guest. It's been an absolute pleasure. You listeners, enjoy your weekend. You'll be hearing from me soon. Cheers. Yeah.
Alright, for all you podcast nerds out there, I'd like to remind you real quick and fast that you can get paid to actually listen to podcasts. Yeah, you heard me right. Go to uh, your Google Play Store, your Android Store, wherever you get your apps, and download an app called PodCoin. And you can actually earn money, real money, gift cards, all that good stuff, Starbucks, Target, all that good stuff. As you listen to podcasts, and all you have to do is listen. You don't have to do anything special, but I can get you started right off the bat by entering promo code COMICS after you download the app, and uh, we'll just hook you up with 300 coins right off the bat. Start earning immediately. And it's not just Cheers to Comics on there. All your other favorite podcasts are on there as well. So as soon as you're done listening to the latest episode of this podcast, go over and listen to all your other favorites and continue to earn. So... Use promo code COMICS, download the app, and yeah, get yourself some money. You could also donate to charity as well, so whether it's for kids or animals or whatever, you can do all that good stuff. So feel good about yourself listening to a podcast.